Hey, pay me, bro, man. There you go. New Year's Eve, Eve. Fly Perspective Podcast. Shout out to all y'all showing love the past year. Keep listening. It's only getting better in 2020, baby. We going all the way up. We gonna step into the new year like this. DJ so flies in the building, so understand it's going down. It's your boy David Banner, love to leave it. Hey. What's up, baby? This is Peter Champagne. Why I'm putting it down with DJ So Fly? No, talking about. Yes, uh, Fly Respect the Podcast, man, it's New Year's Eve, Eve, the day before New Year's Eve, man, tomorrow is Tuesday the 31st, and um, I hope you got your plans together, if you don't have any plans together, you're going to stay at the crib, do what you got to do, stay at the crib, I might be staying at the crib because um, I live in St. Louis City, and uh, it'd be going down with the gunshots, man, you hear a bunch of guns that you don't know what the hell, and we only got like two clubs that play urban music here. So it's like, <laughs> you want to go to the urban club where they, you know they're going to act a damn fool, or you're going to go to, uh, you know, Caucasian club where they're going to kind of play a little techno, whatever, whatever, that might not be your vibe. So playing it safe, man, I might just have a little shindig at the crib, but I already hit a few friends up. They talking about they'll slide through, whatever, whatever, probably order, you know, a fat ass trough of chicken, you know, from the Arabs, man, because the Arabs got that fire ass chicken up there at Hawaiian Grill, bruh. Hawaiian grill and they put that lemon pepper on that bitch and don't let you get that Hawaiian grill um that Chicago style chicken with the lemon pepper and the shrimp with some fries bruh for like the eight bucks bruh oh man fire you hear me but um man you know started off with some um uh, slave watching you you know what I'm saying I picture man that's probably how my grandfather went into New Year's, bruh. Like, now, mind you, I never even met my grandfather, bruh. Never met him a day in my life, you know. Um, I, I want to say, I think I heard he passed a few years back, but I never never met him, never heard nothing about him, and I figured, man, he's probably a cool-ass dude, you know. He probably was walking into the New Year's with a tune like that, puffing a Winston, you know, like a long Winston 100 or puffing a pipe, you know, some cool shit with a hat, you know what I'm saying? A a, a, a button up tucked in. You know, like a velvet button up tucked in the the uh, the corduroy boys. You know, some cool hopped out of caddy on New Year's. You know, never met him, never knew him, but that's how I picture it. And if not, 
then hey, that's how I'm going then, baby. You know I love the old school, so that's what I'm doing, man. Um, if you got your New Year's resolution together, then then cool, man. I figure the best thing to do is to write down, man. Just write, man. Start journaling uh, in your phone or in a, in a notebook and just kind of journal thing. You might want to journal uh, things you need to get better at. You might want to journal uh, new habits that you want to develop. You might want to journal uh, business ideas. You might want to journal um just any type of creative thing or, or, or relationship characteristics if you're single or financial goals or just goals in general. What do you want? Bro, you want to make up your bed every day, bro. Write that down. You know what I'm saying? If that's been something. You want to keep a cleaner house or something. You know, write that down. You know, speaking to me, I don't I don't make my build up because I know I'm going to get in that bitch later on, number one. Number two, I make it up when somebody's coming over to my house so it looks better because I stand like a studio uh, type loft type of joint if if you want to say that and you can like see in every room in my crib so if my bed just not made up you kind of like well damn this brother ain't make his bed up but um not that I don't care because I really don't care <laughs> I mean even in the past when I would like have women or, or date women and, and had them come over my house for the first time if my house was my house would be a wreck bro when I was younger man or I mean I'd probably say in a couple past couple years for real I wouldn't. Even, I just wouldn't care, cause it's like, I figure like this, man. I'm gonna catch your house a wreck one day, or your bathroom a wreck one day, or you gonna catch mine the same. So it's like, why even be superficial like that, man? I just kept it funky. If you gonna accept me when you catch me on a day that my house is messed up, then I, I can accept that too. I know everybody ain't perfect, you know. I remember this one time I had started messing around with this girl. She had came through, but then uh, I ended up messing with her, like a friend of hers, you know, didn't know it, but I had stopped talking to her for the friend, right? And then the friend, I fix, you know, later on down the line, you know, you find out they friends because the one you talking to said something about you talking to this one or whatever. And then she wanted to say, oh, yeah, and his house was a wreck and da da da. Like, I don't care, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I I got a house. I own a house. So what what is what 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 what? You know what I'm saying? Like what are you talking about? When I was in my mid twenties, like I don't care, man. Yeah, my house was a wreck. Okay? And what? Oh, and disclaimer here, it's not like I don't clean my house at all, bruh. It's just like sometimes I don't be having the time to, and if I'm not in the mood to, I'm not gonna do it. Like I work six days a week. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. I might be in studio sessions when I'm free. I might be ripping and running around for my grandma or my great aunt that I take care of uh, doing this and that, you know, so I just might not have time. So just a little notion. New Year's resolution for me, I will say honestly and transparently, um, I want to be more consistent with my talents. As far as like I told you guys, maybe in the last couple podcasts, uh, I think I did, or maybe it was on my IG story, that I kind of fell back in love with entertainment. I fell back in love with, um, you know, me being a personality as far as, like, podcasting and media and all that. And I've been doing a little better, but I want to be more consistent. I want to be more consistent with making beats, sending out beats, more consistent with producing different artists, uh, more consistent with these podcasts and bringing more quality podcasts. And shout-out to you guys that always... You know, hit me up or respond to my podcast. I listen to them and say what's funny, what's not funny, or just hey, what's up? I like the podcast or whatever, man. It means a lot because I see the views going up. You know, and I put it up or whatever in the views, and I looked at the Spotify uh, yearly recap, which is that just on Spotify. It was nice, and um, 
you know, I, I, I just, I'm just grateful for it, man. So I'm very optimistic in 2020. You know, I'm going to speak some positive things in the air. And uh, we're going to get it cracking, man. You know, I'm definitely going to get it cracking, man. I'm trying to bring some merch in. I'm trying to bring the, the YouTube in and just stay on top, top of that. But only thing about that is, man, it's going to be hard trying to edit the audio podcast and edit the video at the same time and not look stupid while I'm trying to sit here and talk. Because honestly... I'd be sitting there looking stupid, but I'd be sitting here in my drawers and like a wave cap or something, or like a Kango. Like if I'm feeling like real, real playerish or something like that, I might have a little Kango hat on to the back. You know, like one that I got from the Goodwill. You know, like one of them old, like you know, velvet chic ones. It had like the little fringes on. I might, you know, I might sit in this bitch with a uh, with a, with a uh, with a Kango on. I might be puffing a black and mild with my legs crossed. The male way, you know, with the socks rolled all the way, like the church socks rolled all the way to my ankle in my drawers with a tank top on and a Kango. Just because I'd be feeling myself, man. I'd be in my element. My little lava lamps be going. Incense burning. Lemongrass or that nag champa, you know. So I got to, you know, I, gotta, I can't be on YouTube looking like that, okay. New Year's when I was younger was like, oh, okay, cool. It's a new year, blah, blah, blah. When I was younger, man, my grandma used to drop me off at my great aunt's house because my grandma and my great, great aunt. Used to go on a boat. Okay, now you got to digest that. These are generations, right? So you got my grandmother, and then she's dropping me off at her sister's house because my grandmother was going on the boat, which is like the casino, the gamble. You know, the old people call it the boat, but it wasn't a boat because it was like stationary, I think, or it might have been an actual boat back then. I don't know. I was in like the fifth, by probably about the fifth grade on up. But anyway, um, used to drop me off at her sister's house, right? Which is my great aunt, right? And my grandma used to go on gambling with my great great aunt, which was my grandma's aunt. And so I'd be at my great aunt's house and I would be looking at Home Alone. First of all, Home Alone was my favorite fucking movie back when I was younger, bro. Especially around the Christmas time, all that. I had the talk boy thing, you know, little talk boy device that he used in there when he was making the voices and all that. It was like a handheld joint. I wish I even, I don't know how to call my grandma, man, ask if I still got that motherfucker around here. Because my grandma took my shit because I used to just record shit and be fucking around with her all the time. So she took my shit. She used to take that. She used to take like my remote control cars because I would just be fucking shit up in the house. Anyway, I'd be watching Home Alone. Then my, uh, my great aunt, she would pour up some of that uh, non-alcoholic sparkling cider in like a champagne glass for me and, and, and we would watch the New York ball drop at midnight bro and it's like some of the fondest moments in my life because I'm older now and I'm taking care of both of their asses you know what I'm saying like I take care of my grandma and I take care of my great aunt and it's just crazy because my great aunt has like dementia and Alzheimer's and shit so she doesn't really know like she'll see me and be like hey how you doing I'm something but she might call me Jerry or something I'd be like hey bro I ain't no Jerry bro you know what I'm saying not the reminder who I am and then she get to laughing or something like I like she man one time she was like uh because her her husband's name was Charles right and used to call him Jimmy. So one time I met her crib, I'm talking to her, whatever, and she's like, Jimmy, some, 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 hey, Jimmy, come on. I said, hey, I'm Ruth. If Jimmy come out that back room, I'm running out this house. Because Jimmy's been gone for damn near 10 years. You feel me? <laughs> like, damn near 10 years, man. But it's just crazy to see, you know, you get older and uh, your, your relatives get older and you get more responsibility and, uh, you know, things like that, man. Like, even on Christmas, man, I finally got to see my son. I hadn't seen them in, like, two months. 
uh, my youngest son, not my oldest son, because I talked about that before. I got an older son that's 10 that I haven't seen, and I don't know. I haven't seen him since he might have been three or something like that. You know, just one of them situations, man, I told you about before. You just pay your child support, keep going. They push you out of his life. You can't do nothing. Went to court. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? They live out of town. Can't find them, etc. Anyway, um, so my three-year-old, man, I finally get to see him after two months. And I'm chilling with him, bro. And it's like, kids will play with anything, bro. I'm like, he wanted me to put it together, his big world he got, right? So I'm putting it together. The meantime, he's just playing with the, the screws and the damn, the wheel that hasn't even been put on. He's just playing with it, bro. Kids will play with anything, bro. Man, I could give him a dime sack full of pocket lint. He gonna play with that shit. No bullshit. When my son was young as hell, and I was in the car with him, and he was, like, flipping out, he wouldn't be quiet and like that, man, I handed him an empty water bottle, and he was just, like, pressing it and looking at it and pressing it and just, like, trying to figure it out, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he will play with anything, but... Shout out to everybody going to New York for New Year's. Um, I've never been for New Year's. Um, I would like to go one day for New Year's. I remember that being one of the fondest memories when I was younger, watching it on TV with my great aunt. Well, just how alive and how crazy it looked with all the people out chilling and, and uh, you know, just having a great time. So, shout out to everybody on New Year's, man. Um, like I said, whatever your plans are, man, just be safe. You know, be safe. You know, wild out. Turn up. Don't turn up too, too goddamn much. You know, don't make a fool of yourself like I would, you know. Like, and I'll be real. That's one of my New Year's resolutions is to, like, stop drinking so damn much, man. <laughs> stop drinking so damn much. I, You know, I, I, anybody listen to this podcast a lot, you know I always talk about, man, just drinking too damn much. And honestly, sometimes it be in my head, I think, you know, at the same time, like, you know, because I think other people have different habits that are worse or drink probably way more than me. And I'm not concerned with what they do. I'm just concerned about me because I'm trying to be the best person I can be. I just know my drinking has, um, you know, uh, it has done some things in my life. You know what I'm saying? And when I speak of done some things, uh, I could say it, it kind of ruins some relationships at times. Um, you know, by with the drinking or whatever, even though other people got their own flaws that I I chose to deal with. Not 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 like friendships, but I'm talking about like relationships with a chick, you know what I mean? Like, oh you drink too much, you when you drink you get ignorant. Okay, well you probably did a lot of extra shit that made me build up because I'm quiet when I'm sober, but when I built up, I done unleashed on your ass. Not trying to say it's right, you know, but at the same time it's like you know, and that's another thing like relationships or whatever too, man. I hate to get on a relationship tangent, but it's like one person might be putting up with your shit and you thinking your shit don't stink and then, you know, you want to harp on them about what they doing, you know. But, you know, like I said, drinking, yeah, I want to chill on that, man. Um, I don't know, man. The drinking, I, I feel like I've taken a few L's with it, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. At the same time, a half of me say some L, the other half say I was supposed to do it right. Because I didn't want off on some people when I was drunk. You catch me in a uh, civilized daring mode, I'm not going off on nobody. You know, I might, I might, you know, gesture a little bit, let you know I'm not happy. But, you know, drunk daring, uh, uh, you know, a little tipsy daring, uh, hey, I'm going to tell you what's up, bruh. <laughs> so, yeah, that is what it is. Um, let's see, L's of the year, okay? I have taken this year. Uh, let's see. I got pink eye in both eyes, right? 
First, it started off in one eye, and then it went to the other eye. And I remember, yeah, I think I did a podcast with Dean. He was over here, like, the whole time, you know, because he, he's not scared of anything. So he never thought in his life he'd catch pink eye, which he didn't. But, yeah, I had the worst case of pink eye in my, my life, bro. I had viral pink eye, which is not bacterial, meaning viral, there is no antibiotic or anything you could take to heal it. You got to let the shit run its course. So while it was in one eye and it was, you know, gyrating, jiggling, hibernating in one eye, it spread to the other eye, right? It got so bad to where my eyes looked like blood, bro. My eyes were so fucking red. I looked like the devil, right? I could barely open my eyes. They burned so bad. And then on top of that, they were oozing shit. Like, it was so much like, I don't know if it was pus or whatever the fuck it was, was coming out of my eyes. I had to walk around the house with these big-ass, like, sunglasses on. Like, my grandma gave me some of these big-ass, like, surgery sunglasses that was hella dark. But they helped because I couldn't see no light, bro. Any kind of, any inkling of light killed my eyes to where I wanted to fucking die. So imagine opening the refrigerator with sunglasses on and that little amount of light is burning your eyes. And not mind you, these sunglasses are thick and dark as hell. Now, when I would watch TV, because when I would wake up, I had to fucking sit on the couch with the glasses on and turn the brightness all the way down on my TV to where I could barely see what was going on. I could hear everything. So yeah, that was a big L I took. Uh, another L I took was, uh, oh, went to Pops Nightclub with KP. Shout out to KP. Yeah, I've heard them on the podcast before. And anytime me and KP get up on one of them nights, it's just some bullshit. You know, so I went to Pops one night with him, right? Not only did I lose my phone inside the club because I was drunk, I come outside and the whole right side of my car has been sideswiped. And so when I come out of the club, it's it's light. Now, mind you, this club called Pops, it doesn't end at a certain time. Like, as long as people are in there, they're going to keep playing music. They're going to keep parlaying. You don't know what time it is unless you look at your phone. So, yeah, of course, me and him, we drunk. We ain't looking at shit. We just walking around, drinking, just parlaying. Next thing you know, it's like 9 in the morning, bro. And we got there at like maybe 2. We've been there from 2 to 9. And now, mind you, it's hella people inside. Hella people inside. So... I get outside, notice my car has been swiped, I take him home. Now, mind you, in a drunk mind, I'm like, oh, I got to get to the Sprint store because, uh, you know, uh, I got to get me a phone because my phone, I lost my phone, right? But in a sober mind, it's, bro, there ain't no damn phone you can get. They don't even give out loaner phones no more at Sprint, bro. So why are you going to Sprint trying to get a loaner phone? I mean, I got there looking stupid, and they was like, yeah, man, you got to go on this website and uh, they'll send you a new phone if you got insurance. And I'm like, damn. And I'm thinking in my head, like, man, I used to work for Sprint when I was like like three, four years ago. I used to work for Sprint. So I already knew that, right? So not only am I drunk as hell driving to Sprint and then I got to drive back home with no phone. I get back home, find an old iPhone like 4. And no, you know, it's one, <laughs> it was one of them situations, man, you know. So I'll tell you, that was a big L. My whole car was sideswiped, had to get a new phone, and then um, I had to just drop that car off like the next day. It, I couldn't even ride around in that car because it was sideswiped so bad. I had to just drop it off, man, and get it fixed. It took a month for them to fix it, and I got my car back. That was one L, another L. And let's see, what is another L I took this year? Oh, it's consecutive. So, 
I um got some type of like food poisoning, right? Or some type of like thirty, I don't know, three day. Uh, I can't do math right now. Three day virus, right? So I was going to work. I was about to go to work one day, and um, I woke up and I had the Hershey squirts and the throw up at the same time. And so I was like, oh, my God. So I didn't go to work that day. Didn't go to work like the next day. Didn't go to work the next day because I was all messed up. And let me tell you something, know-it-all. Man, I thought I was about to die, bro. Like, I felt, I ain't never felt that way before, man. I, my, my body was so empty. I was so weak. I could barely walk. I could barely do anything, right? And then, to make matters worse, man, I fucking passed out in my house, bro. I passed out in the house and woke up on the floor. And I woke up on the floor like, what the fuck? But putting two and two together, hey, I'm dehydrated. I got the squirts and the throw-ups. There's no liquid going down. Every time I would drink something, I would either have to do one or the other. And I was fucking, like, so dehydrated. And I had nobody to help me because it was, like, at that point, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I bullshit you not. I heard a loud bang. And then I woke up. And I remember hearing a bang, and I remember my side was hurting. And I was like, what the hell? And I woke up on my floor. And to this day, bro, it's a little knot on the side where I hit my side on, like, I think the doorknob on my bathroom. You know, after putting the crime analysis together, I think I hit my side on the doorknob, right? And I fell on the floor. And um, But thank God I didn't fall the opposite way because I would have hit my head on the bathroom sink and I'd probably be dead. So I went to urgent care. Dude was like, yeah, you could have got it from rice. Uh, you, I was like, what did you eat? Oh, I ate Qdoba. Oh, you could have got it from rice because right now there's a blah, blah, blah with rice. How the hell is rice fucked up to where you get the Hershey squirts and the throw-ups, bro, with stomach virus? Anyway, I had that, man. Then I go back to work, right? They try to write me up for having because they did it. They do it at a certain pink time, uh, not pink time. They do it at a certain time period. So they try to write me up for the two weeks I had to take off for pink eye. And even though I had a hospital notice that said, "Hey, he cannot come back to work because of this day, because of this condition, he's very contagious." Also, when I had the Hershey squirts and the uh, the throw ups. Uh, I had another doctor's notice from the hospital that said, hey, he cannot come back to work because of blah, 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 this and this and that, right? So I get back to work after all that. They try to write me up for that, man, with like a 14-day a suspension on the clock or whatever the hell. You know, L, man. Straight L. It's like, how do you write somebody up for having doctor's notices that said what they got going on? Now, mind you, I was, I'm in the union with my job, so... They was able to get it reduced and all that, but it's just be like, bro, L after L after L. And it's like, I don't understand how jobs be on some, like, let's just fuck with somebody, even though we know they got stuff wrong with them. You know, that's the reason, like, one reason why I don't like my job is because it's like they just be fucking with people just to fuck with them, man. It's like, bro, if I got documentation that says something wrong with me or this and that and the third, then why are you fucking with me? But, hey, you know. Jobs gonna do what they gonna do, man. Um, I feel like I work for a job that does in and everything to just kind of get people out of there. Um, but hey, it is what it is. We're gonna see what's up in 2020, see if I can manifest my way up out of that. <laughs> but uh, shout out to all you people going through the same thing. 
or maybe more situations that are diff- more difficult, you know, than what I'm talking about. Or even if you're unemployed and you're trying to find a job, man, shout out to you and uh, peace and blessings to you. And I hope you're able to overcome everything in 2020 and get back on your horse and uh, do what you got to do, man. You know, um, speaking of L's. Oh, my God. So y'all know Desi Diamonds, right? Um, she's been on the podcast a few times and... So, Desi Diamonds, you know, she be thirsting after these little Instagram rappers and shit, right? So, I guess one of these little rappers, I'm not going to say his name, uh, you know, he got a buzz or whatever, and uh, he was popular. I don't know if he was popular. I'm not trying to knock him off as well. I just don't know him like that. I know he had one song maybe like two years ago, two, three years ago, something like that that was kind of popping. But, uh, you know, she liked the dude or whatever. She sends me a screenshot of a video of him on live because it was his birthday and she sent this nigga $30 cuz he put his cash app up or something like Desi Diamonds why would you send a rapper $30 and then he didn't even follow her or anything bro she cashed up him 30 bones he didn't follow or nothing bro and she talking about man you know we well, I'm trying to go viral and I'm da 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 like bro that's not it bro you know, she'll probably be on the podcast soon. You know, Desi be acting boozy and shit. So, she might be on here soon to, like, defend our honor. But I don't know, bro. It is what it is, man. I just figured that that's a crazy L right there, bro. That's the crazy shit. Oh, and she in between jobs. She just got a new job and quit her other job. And she don't start her other job like the second week of January. But you sending a rapper 30 bucks. Man, we ain't finna talk about this, bro. But she'll send me a request for $50. That's, that's you know, hey, people pe- hey, people priorities be messed up, bro. Can't wait to get Desi Diamond back on the podcast. I'm flaming her ass. Before I get up out of here, I got to definitely say rest in peace to Juice World, man. He died at 21 years old. Um, he was definitely a young legend in the game. You should see him freestyling. Uh, the craziest freestyle I used to see was on YouTube. You could check it out where he was freestyling over objects. Like somebody was pulling up objects like... They put up like a bottle of Pinot Grigio or pulled up a remote or this and that. And he was just freestyling off the top of the head about that. Also, the freestyles on Funk Flex. You know, young legend, bro. Uh, he passed away due to the fact of um, he was on a private jet flying. I forget where he was flying to, but he uh, chartered a private jet. The pilot of the private jet that he chartered alerted the FBI and authorities that um, the occupants on the private jet had guns and drugs or whatever. And so when they landed, they were all ready to swarm the jet. And I guess when Juice World seen that, he downed a bunch of, um, what was it, Oxys, I think? No, it was, no Percocets, I think they said in the report. He, had, uh, he, take, he took a bunch of Percocets. And then, um, yeah, that caused him to have a seizure. And then he died. And then also on the plane, they found uh, firearms, which were registered. And um, they also found 70 pounds of marijuana. Now, I'm not really sure what any of it is about, man. All I know is the fact that I'm going to just be real, bro. When you got an artist like Juice World that's doing millions of streams, um, uh, you know, charging a big bag for shows, touring all around the world, um, one of the top artists in uh you know in the rap industry 
you got people in your entourage that can take that charge, bro. So, you know, I, I shame his crew for why are you letting Juice World take all them damn pills or have that shit on them when y'all know the authorities are coming? Somebody should be ready to take that rap, man. And then number two is like 70 pounds of marijuana for what, bro? You know, um, he like I said, he just turned like 21, man. And it's just... It's sad, bro, especially with the drug situation. You know, I think one of his girlfriends or his ex-girlfriend at the time, whatever, she came out and said, oh, yeah, he had a pill problem, X, Y, Z, whatever, man. Um, that is something we need to tack you, tackle in the uh, the hip-hop community, you know, especially uh, rest in peace to, uh, to Mac Miller. Um, it's just sad, you know, rest in peace to um, uh, ASAP Yams with the, the lean... Um, you know, and, and the list can go on and on, man, with the rest in pieces to due to uh drug overdoses and stuff like that, you know, uh Frito with uh Chief Keek off the lean, like you know, just a lot of cats, man. So, um I was always one of the cats that, you know, I I used to just wonder as far as the glorification, man, of the drugs and, and how people were uh, glorifying them and then kids are doing them and doing this and that it just it doesn't make any sense and we need to let people know now like hey this isn't what's up because it's taking people's lives it's taking too many people's lives what about the number of people that it's taking that we don't know about because they're not famous you dig what i'm saying um so yeah uh don't mean to end it on a somber note like that but um hey man 2020 man we're coming 20 fucking 20 and um it's going to be a great year, man. It's going to be a prosperous year. Um, I hope it is for you um, because it definitely will be for me. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And uh, and I'm going to end it off like this. So uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send them to tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. And I'm always at DJ SoFly, DJ S-O-F-L-Y-Y on Instagram. And uh, make sure you put some... Uh, Respect on it, man. Rating the podcast on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. And I'm going to end it out like this right now, man. One of the artists that I'm pushing, we're going to welcome him to the Fly Respective Rostrum. You know what I'm saying? For 2020, it's my guy, Sean Lee. And it's called Karma. Off the joint, if liquor could talk. You understand? Here we go. Fly Respective. Don't feel a shame on how I start my day I'm just being me So if you don't like it, I'ma do it anyway Okay My girls call my phone up, I know they stressing They get the yelling on, asking all the questions But baby girl, I'm sorry I didn't get the message But get the stepping Cause bitch, I'm grown Don't call my phone Girl, I'm moving on What you ain't know Bitch, I'm grown Don't call my phone 
ain't a motherfucker I shouldn't doubt my girls cause I really love them They gave me everything And I really like the times that we had fucking No bluffing Now I call they phone up with the stressing I get the yelling on, asking all the questions They telling me they sorry they didn't get the message I should've known They was moving on Cause I did them wrong It sucks to be alone They moving on I should've known They was moving on Cause I did them wrong Around. I should've known